0: Yeah. Record record Illegal foreigners must go home and foreigners that are here must come with a special skill. You cannot come here from Zimbabwe and be a teacher here while we have teachers sitting in El Rado Park, while there's teachers sitting in Soweto and Alexandra.
1: Hello, welcome to Politricking with CD Madia. My name is CD Madia. This is episode 6 of season 3 of a politics podcast brought to you by Eyewitness News. On any given day, if you find me in the streets of Joburg, I'll say to you, Na, ek me. Ek baiza me. But I can't because then you'll think I have a political affiliation to a party that's green. But I don't, right? They say they don't baiza at all. Ever. Um, And that's the conversation we're going to be having now. Because this party, if you haven't guessed, I'm talking about the Patriotic Alliance. Everyone thinks of Gaten McKenzie and Kenny Kunene. Well, it goes beyond the two. And they play such an interesting role in what we've been seeing happening in Gauteng's metros. Last time I said to you, don't be surprised if that week ended without a mayor in Johannesburg. Well, they have one now. Kabelo Kwamanda. Who? Anybody's guess. Nobody knows who this gentleman is, but is the other Al Jamaa councillor that they are backing? Will this also end in tears? A three-month stint? They say no, that's not the case. I speak to Gates McKenzie, president of the PA about Gabelo Guamanda, about his campaign, about being in the central Karoo, and also just being in the middle of these fractious relationships that we are seeing in the political space. All right, so this week I'm joined by someone I think I've been needing to talk to for a while, just haven't gotten around to it, so we're finally here. I'm speaking to Gated McKenzie, he is leader of the Patriotic Alliance. He just finished now as mayor in the central Karoo, right? You're done, and now I believe you'll be campaigning because the general elections are just around the corner. So, you'll see a lot of that. You'll hear a lot of that where political parties are starting to focus on the electorate. If I were you, I'd listen carefully to their messaging because you must make the decisions, right? You must decide if what we're seeing in our metros is what we must see in our provinces and at national level. Gayton, thank you so much for joining me.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Atili. Thank you. It's a pleasure.
1: People forget the importance of leading by example and showing what you're capable of. I think about your tenure now in the central Karoo and how important it was, I imagine, to showcase what you are capable of or what you can do if given
0: power, surely. No, definitely. I mean, I called, I remember a year and a half ago, I called five people that's very true and close to me. I said, listen, why would you give me one reason? I know all of you would vote for me, but give me one reason why you would not vote for me. What do I lack? And they all gave me the same reason. They said, you lack public office experience. You say what you're going to do, but people now want to see what you can do. I said, fine. Find me the place where the PA is part of a coalition that's under administration, that's bankrupt, that's got high unemployment, and that's hopeless. And they found me Central Karua uh, District. And I said, all right, I'll be the mayor in Central Karua, and I'm going to be there for only one year. And if I can't even effect a lot of changes in one year i must never govern anyway and i came in a year ago exactly
1: what did you do differently because jesus has been pretty much begging to be given a shot at governance, to show that he's, his party is also capable. He's been saying, Give us one metro, give us something, give us one, give us something to show what we would do if we are put in charge. And years on, they've struggled. The closest they've gotten are these arrangements that we're seeing now in Gauteng's metros, really. But you've managed to actually put yourself at the helm. Of a municipality in the district that you're referring to, what is so different that you did that you managed to maneuver the politics of other parties as well to get there?
0: Well, basically, you know, I also think that we have hit the uh, uh, election lotto. I mean, we're the breakout party come in the past election, and what we are kingmakers and we, we use our power, we use our power. And even if you think if I was in the position of Julius Malema, I would also not have been able to to do what I'm doing now uh, because they, they did very well, but the, the numbers it's not really kingmaker status. While ours is kingmaker status, and then when you're the kingmaker, you have the loudest voice in the room. People don't want to accept that, but that's just the truth.
1: The EFF was exactly that in 2016. You're right. you got a point.
0: Yes. Uh, well, that's a bus they should have really, really used more effectively. And I don't know the strategy. Maybe they the different strategy. But what I'm saying is that where the PA is the kingmaker, you're going to feel we're kingmakers. Whether the people like it or not. And when I came to the central Karua, I said I'm going to be there for one year. And I'm very proud. Uh, then there's two things. One that stands out, which is personal for me and one is the fact that when i came there people were using bucket toilets now people just talk so like in myself we talk so casually about bucket toilets but i managed to see a site and i'll make you an example of something that i as a black man wasn't even aware of that uh woman suffers from uh, um, uti Yes, and, we do. And I had to understand what that is, and I saw it. So many women in Central Karua suffers from that because of the bucket toilets. Some women get infected with the flies and the insects around uh. the private parts. Some 80-year-old man and his wife, that's 72, I think, must use the felt to relieve themselves. And Central Karua is cold, cold. And they would go to the bathroom and those are the things that inspired me. And today I look back and I have eradicated each and every bucket toilet in the central Karwa. I got there, people were drinking water in Yohamka out of asbestos tanks and people got sick. The water is brownish and, and, that, and they would share that with, the, with animals because House and birth and you beefs.
1: document a lot of what you've done yes yes I think even the swimming pools yes <laughs> whatever you've done you've always advertised yes. um I want to come back to where you are in a partnership because we must speak about what's happening with Gauteng's metros. but before then I want to speak about your recent trip to Orania and how people did not necessarily welcome the fact that you decided to go there the observations that you made just very quickly before I even ask you my own questions about that trip just what is your assessment what's your takeaway from that trip
0: I think firstly i must also be honest with people to say i was also damn curious that's one of See the enough. reasons i was curious but also my assessment is it is that uh, uh, orania is uh, it is racist for them not to allow black people and they act like uh no it's not that you we don't deny you entrance in orania because you're black we deny you entrance because you don't subscribe to african's culture for me it's one and the same thing i think that's regrettable but my experience, is two things I take from Orania. Number one is that they're doing it for themselves. And that's the culture that we as black people need to fa- learn fast and hard. They are the, they've are. they got white domestic workers. They build that place. You look at Orania and tell us down. What is wrong with Orania for me is the racism thing. What is right is the fact that those people are building a city right in front of our eyes. Those people, I mean, you look at Orania. They have shares in their bank. They've got their own bank that they started. And this is a population of 3,000 registered bank with the Reserve Bank. Every person banking in Orania has shares in the bank. You look at Orania, it's totally, completely litter-free. You look at Orania, there's nobody that's without a job. You look at Orania, they've got plans. They've built two private schools. They've built one technical college. And I mean, they've got a a bigger demand for housing. Mm. Uh, So the supply, is under the demand. So they got more demand than supply. And you have companies like Seif. I was shocked to see them being there because the housing market just went up. Now, we as black people love this victim mentality. You want to be offended constantly. Now they get offended because Gates and McKenzie decided to go to Orania to go and see for themselves and talk about the good and the bad. That's What's to- the crux of the fence from what you can see? What is the crux of the issue? Why did you go to Orania? My issue is that as a political leader, I don't have the luxury to judge without knowing both sides.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I think the fact that Orania exists is an indictment on this current government. Can I just say
0: something on that existence that people don't know? Orania was bought for 1 million rands, 800 uh, hectares, which is around 800 uh, rugby fields. It was bought. Our government sold Orania, number one. Number two, Orania went to court to become a municipality, which basically went to court to be what that enclave they yeah. that we think they are, yeah. our government settled with them out of court hence I say the
1: mere existence of anything like Orania to me is an indictment on the government of the day but there is this thing though and I understand you saying oh you went out of curiosity but there is this thing around you, your character where it seems that you uphold the idea of separatism if I may you know. and I speak about that because there's Orania and you're saying you spoke about the good and the bad of Orania but there's also the issue around African migrants and the way you're seen to navigate the issue of immigration then there's the issue of who does the necessarily speak to as as the electorate, you speak to a colored community, so they say. And that speaks to people almost in, in particular pockets. What is your reaction to that where it feels like there is some nostalgia to separatism as far as your name is mentioned in politics? I don't know if that
0: makes sense. No, it makes hundred percent sense and it's a very good question, I must tell you, because nobody really asked me in the way that you asked me, but I'll give you all three answers. The separatism, the nostalgia and the issue of sure. the colors in the foreigners. Firstly in the Western Cape, for the first time, the DA has competition. For the first time, they have competition. They no longer control Nizna. They no longer control Landsberg. They no longer control Tivatoslo. They no longer con- control uh, uh, Beaufort West and all those other places in the Western Cape. But the DA and all these parties want a federal Cape Town. They want a, they want uh, independent Cape Town. There is a Cape push town. for
1: an independent Cape Town. I'm the, the one like,
0: yeah. that will stand between that happening and that not happening. As the Patriotic Alliance Party. We said that's absolute racism covered in federalism. We will never allow that. That's number one when it comes to nostalgia, that I? Number two, let us not uh beat around the bush. Colored people has really been neglected in this country. First they were not white enough, now they're not black enough. And I'll show you examples of that. They take colored children out of schools in 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 Park, Mitchell's Plain and for those kids to to, to make space for black kids. And when those kids leave school, colored people are number one when it comes to alcohol fetal syndrome, number one when it comes to people not getting bursaries. So there is a problem that nobody wants to talk about. You ask yourself, why is it today colored people are not known as Africans? But in 1986, when colored people were invited to join the white people in parliament, the tricameral parliament, colored people said, for as long as our black brothers are not free, not part of this we ain't want to join your thing and colored people then went to the street the next day apart they closed 500 colored schools but now during democracy suddenly the ANC comes and say colored people are not african now the racism that nobody speaks about is about that i am unapologetic when it comes to the fact that the time when colored people has no say in this country is over the time when colored people are being treated like they are nothing CVs are being thrown in the bin boards don't consist of colored people that's over and lastly with the foreigners and the racism that we stand only for colored people the deputy president of this party kenny kunene is black the leader the leader of all the youth in south africa uh, is black our deputy president of the women's league is black now when people come with Let's look at the leadership of PA compared to the leadership of the DA and the leadership of the ANC. All white leadership in the ANC, uh, sorry, in the DA, all white leadership in the, in the, in the, in the DA, all white leadership in, 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 in Freedom Front Plus, all white leadership in IFP come to the PA. You've got to, Eugene, Eugene, oh, uh, Eugene Eugene <laughs> <Buta, laughs> has been, He's a white guy. Ivan Bota is the deputy is the secretary of the youth league. These are white people in our top structure. And as far as the foreigners are concerned, Siri, listen yes, to me Keaton. and listen to me clear.
1: Please note that I get attacked very often on social media because I am a Africa for all kind of character. Africa just for so you all.
0: Know. No, I know that. I've seen your stance. <laughs> Let me tell you something today. The day after 2024 no government in this country will be formed without our votes that one i can tell you is a fact just in Joburg, nobody can move without us we will demand as our number sec- the second thing that we will demand it is we will demand that all illegal foreigners must be mass deported we will dem- if you want to be now power is a strange thing people might now say Mackenzie is a xenophobe but when he has to choose do I give in to the demands of Mackenzie and the PA and not become president? Or do I give in to the demands and still become... No, I know the leader of power. They will listen to us. Foreigners must go home. Illegal foreigners must go home. And foreigners that are here must come with a special skill. You cannot come here from Zimbabwe and be a teacher here while we have teachers sitting in El Rado Park, while we have teachers sitting in Soweto and Alexandra. They have taken over the service industry. I go to, I, 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 I live in the Western Cape. I go to Cape Town. You go to Cape Town. There's not one restaurant where you can find African and colored or Indian people serving you. It is all, they've taken over the whole industry. They must go home. The sooner they go home, the better. There's no one Africa for all here. There's borders here. They must go home.
1: I see the technical producer's in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. KG, KG, well, KG, KG, watch yourself. Uh, I am, uh, yeah, anyway, let's leave my views on the de- conversation. We can debate it. Not today. I'll debate it. I'm no. always good for a debate. Sure. Make no mistake, but not today. Let's speak quickly about coalitions. What is your sense of coalition governments in Gauteng specifically? When you look at what's happening here, residents calling into our radio station saying it's a mess. It's chaotic. They're worried. What is your sense? Uh, you know, I
0: think it's new. And everything new, you got to find yourself. You know, we are new in coalitions. We can't just start out and it is perfect. South Africa has not been used to coalitions. I mean, you have in Sweden, where they took, I think, months or years to form a coalition government. Uh, if I'm not in, in, in Israel, you have the two parties on the far right and far left parties working together currently because, simply because, they found each other. I think we will find each other. The problem that you have is in every workplace, in every situation, every relationship, family, there's always this nyaupe edict that messes things up. The DA is the nyaupe edict of coalitions. Now the DA comes with the white supremacy tendencies, wanting to tell us who our friends should be, who we should be working with. And that's why the DA has that problem. But what I'm saying to you is that the DA, you look at uh, Central Karua, this coalition is never had an argument. They're working together nicely. You look at uh, uh, coalition work very nicely. wherever the DA is, because they come with that municip- that attitude of, you got to listen. You can get that right with other people. You can't yeah, tell me. Yeah, but in
1: the Kuruleni, as we speak, there's something brewing in the Kuruleni. i started writing about issues around waste trucks that are supposedly missing but not. There's issues around um, service providers. There's issues around tenders that's already starting to brew. In fact, what feels like a parasitic network is starting to land in the Kuruleni. That can't necessarily be good for the residents if that's what's taking place.
0: Who exposed this matter of the trucks? I saw Malema send out a tweet. He put out
1: a tweet saying they're stolen and I put out a story saying there's no such. No, science. but what I'm
0: saying is that EFF is basically in charge of Hekor mostly. But Malema exposed it. Who was in charge prior to Malema? The DA. Where's the 10 billion? But I'm
1: saying that the trucks are not missing. You're saying he's exposed to missing trucks. I say there are no missing trucks. That's misinformation.
0: No, but what I'm saying so is I'm, that... So
1: what I'm, what I'm trying to get to, what I'm trying to drive you towards is, are you not concerned when that starts happening? Because already I can see tensions brewing between the NC and the EFF already in Akuru Leni. Does that not concern you? Because you say the only areas where there are issues where the DA is involved in coalitions. The DA is not part of the coalition government in Ikuduleni. I sense something brewing in Ikuduleni. What do you put that down to?
0: No, no, there's always something brewing. Even in Central Karua, there's always something brewing in coalitions, (laughs) even where I was. There's forever things brewing. The issue is, if you look at the end in mind, how does this thing end up? Does it end up in a divorce? That it end up in us finding each other, I do believe that that the ANC and EFF, yeah, it's true. There's a lot of tension. I can tell you, I can confirm that. Uh, uh, um, but the ANC and the EFF has no choice but to find each other, because what you are seeing here, you have parties that is that is uh, that on the other side of the political spectrum, uh, they are finding each other. They have all Rainbow Coalition. They have this doomsday pact, this uh, moonshot pact. They are trying to find each other. So I think we must just get o- over our egos, because we all have a lot of egos, including myself. We need to get to a point where we say that, listen, what, if you want to see what's happening in the Western Cape, happening here in in, in, uh, in Gauteng, mm. you better get your act together. Because in the Western Cape, I can tell you the only people getting services are whites and rich blacks like us. Go to Kalicha. Go to Google Earth to Go to Menenberg. Go to Mitchell's Plain. Now here you're going to have the same thing, with only Sandhurst, waterfall, all the big areas, Effluent well, areas, yeah, effluent areas getting services, because that's the modus operandi of the of the DA. So we have to find each other, and true, there's tension, there's tension in coalitions because everyone's a pound of meat. That's the effect of. Coalitions.
1: Everyone's in pound of meat. Um, are those tensions... No, 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 not the tensions. The need to work together. Is that how you got to al being in charge of one of the largest economies on this continent, one of the most advanced economies on this continent, where a one-percentile party isn't given that economy? And then it loses it because you, saw, you said it yourself. The former mayor was one embarrassing incident after another. Then you give it to the other one. Same. From the same unknown...
0: Party really. I want to say something that I think nobody wants to say because I've been observing it, say it going through that. I think firstly the reason why we ended up with Al Jama, or uh, uh, AIC in in, 20, in 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 Kuruleni and cope, we're going end up with coping. We ended up with coping thing is because the ANC and EFF cannot find each other, and. They don't want to come out with their truth. I'm telling you. The ANC and EFF, because the ANC were the ones that broke the agreement. The original agreement, which I was part of, was ANC takes Ekur Sorry, uh, uh, Joburg. Joburg EFF takes Ekur
1: I've EFF. been tweeting for a very long time that the Ekur was meant to turn red.
0: Yes. I was aware. That yes. was an agreement. I was in the room when that agreement was agreed on. I was part of that agreement. Julius Malema and EFF then kept the end of the bargain. They voted for Dada Morero in Chobok. Mm. When it came time for the ANC to vote for, I think it was Dunga in Ikoreni. Ikoreni Dunga as yes, mayor, yes. All of a sudden now they started uh, manufacturing reasons as to why they cannot. So the problem we are sitting with now comes must be put directly at the door of the ANC. Then, the thing that people don't want to say, well, obviously, I'm the first one to say, I, we've had it with Tapello, the PA was the first one to come out and say, no, this guy, we've given him any chances. Mm. But what I've seen with the new mayor, what I've seen with the new mayor is that, yeah, I see it's that, first office. no, people don't want to say it, but in, 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 it's a problem People look at his looks. I see a lot of people comment on, look at this guy, this is your mayor, without no caption. Say so he looks like a thug, like a pastor. No, but that is a problem. Of those things, yeah. If you come from jail, like I come from jail, you go and look at guys in jail. You look at guys in jail. Those guys, some of them, you'll see, you look at this guy with a baby face. You swear this guy is a pastor when you look at him. Daniel Yates killed 15 people. Now, we know looks are extremely deceiving. And I think it is wrong. And black people need to lose that as quickly as possible to look at people's looks and say he looks like... Because I know how crooks look like and he doesn't look like a crook. I was a crook. Do I look like a crook? Yes, you do. Ah, Yes, you do. you You, saw
1: It's unfair that he's judged on appearance. I've actually noted that they are doing that. Yes, Um, he's wrong. But I also judge him on that speech that he gave in in council. I make my judgments based on that. He couldn't even look at the councillors. He was staring down at what has obviously been prepared by all of you as the what is it the, the coalition of local government of local yeah. unity you, yes so he was reading that and he wasn't even engaging his audience that's what I judged the mayor on no, not his appearance wrong, but even is. that but he could not look at his audience how do you do mm. public speaking and you can't look at your audience yes, that's the seven. person that you are backing and that's the person you're sending to, to, to a Joburg resident saying this is who and what we think is the best that's you're, what you're doing at the you're moment
0: you're a very good speaker and the problem with very good speakers is that they expect everybody to be good speakers In positions, Uh, no, no, but you can't judge. I'm not here to defend him, but what I'm saying is that there are many people. Have you ever heard Ellen Windy? Giving a firing speech that you still that you guys commenting about. <laughs> Have you ever had this mayor of Chwani? No, it. but the mayor of Chwani. Have you ever had him giving a speech it's where we go back Paul and Master say, Teele, "Wow,
1: it is in Julius Malema." Some people like Not everybody hotel, not is like a Dayton is.
0: McKenzie that can take the mic and get people to to, to speak. I mean, <laughs> when I went to the school, bad bad there like was some like lady me. one day that was just going crazy when I went to a school. <laughs> I'm just pulling your leg. <laughs>
1: but Gaten, um one would have said, because you said you you put your hand up for the possibility of being a mayor, Then at some point you put up Kenny as well. The truth be told, again, we spoke at the beginning of this conversation about the importance of leading by example, ensuring that you're capable of leadership, right? And that would demand that you actually do want to occupy that seat. I understand the threat to both the ANC and the EFF for anyone who's dynamic to come into that position. That's a threat to a constituency. That takes away votes. But you've settled. You said to me, no decisions can be made without you. Because you're a kingmaker, your voice is that loud and your demands are that important. Why is the PA not in charge of Joburg?
0: You know, let me tell you, with all humility I can master... Chobuk needs a guy like me. Choburg, I can help really uh, uh, do a lot. But because coalitions is a give and take. And this time, intelligently, they got us to say, but guys, you can't just, you demanded this at the beginning of our talks. You can't just change the goalpost. And they were right. Hence, we withdrew myself and Kenny. Because they're right. You can't come like the DA wanting everything. So they said, but guys, you got what you wanted. Why are you coming? So we had to stand back. And that's why we are not the mayor, but things change in politics. In tomorrow, after 2024. Yeah, Cameron,
1: might not cut to make it to three months.
0: <laughs> I think he's going to make it.
1: But you're also gambling with the city. And the gamble for me is that residents are going, we don't want this at provincial level. We don't want this at national level. In fact, some people in the NC are hoping that that's what will help them get over the line. I say that should not be a margin, should not be used really as anything to judge what voters will do come 2024. But you are setting an agenda in place and you are leaving voters jittery about what they're seeing in the metros. Are you not?
0: No, I, I would not say that. I would say to you firstly, uh, is that uh, the, the voters put us where we are now. The voters, the train that left the station is is the one that said we trust one party they now trust a plethora of different parties. What we need to do, it is which is regrettable for the, city, for the citizens, and, and you are right to extend that, because we must become adults in the room. But when people start putting, no, uh, we want this personality. We want uh, peace and stability, hence we didn't continue to insist I become the mayor. That is trying to stabilize and let government continue its work. Otherwise, we could have said, we know if you look at the numbers and you understand numbers, you can't form a government without a PA. And, but we said, all right, for the sake of stability, let us curtail our ambition and we put somebody else. We ended up with Kabelo. We are watching him like a walk, like a walk. We're giving him an opportunity. But as Asihan Baiza, if he's going to make a mistake, he'll be out. The
1: allegations against him
0: of being a scammer? Ah, you know what? You know, the I saw Mpo Lazzi uh, coming with allegations of him being a scammer. I asked him one question. I did ask him. I said, have you been arrested or have a case been made against you? He said, no, my no uh, president of the PA. He said, no. Now, you see, when people, there's always allegations against people. Now, Mbopalazzi, she suffers from what we call in Afrikaans ketengkurs. keteng-kurs. What you, keteng-kurs? Keteng-kurs means you are means you, you are suffering from f- chain fever. course is chain fever. She wants that chain, even now, starting to blame. The issue that you're having here... And I'm going to tell you what, where it's coming from. It's not even from Popalazzi. It's from the ANC. It's from the ANC, a group that don't want him in the ANC. And the ANC must be very careful with it. They'll find themselves out of power. They must be very careful. They must not think that our relationship with the DA has broken in su- such an extent that we can't talk again. But if the ANC is going to sabotage this new mayor... They will regret this decision Because we cannot be in a house Where people fight all the way We want unity
1: And that's the other thing Then you can't be trusted On every other second You dangle a threat to walk away No I do question the parties For wanting to work with you Because While all of this is happening Actually it says in the background Still seemingly Batting for PA And for the DA To find one another And here you are saying If the NC is not careful We will walk away
0: We will We will walk away Nicely Munati fela. Let me explain to you why. Because we are no victims. We are not being married to these people. Once we don't, we you know, sometimes you don't get your way. Like we didn't get our way for me to become mayor. We didn't walk away. But once we sense disrespect, you see there's some people that is a, a high threshold for being disrespected. Let me show you like Action SA. They've got a very high threshold of, for being disrespected. Action SA voted for the DA mayor in Chwani. All they asked for the DA vote for our mayor in Joburg. The DA refused, the DA insults them instead, not just saying no, very politely, they insult them. You're not going to do that with a PA. You are never going to do that with a PA because we don't disrespect people and we don't tolerate disrespect. We will leave this coalition once we sense disrespect. We've got a saying in our party lastly, that says the time is over of You know what that means? No, 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 actually,
1: Say, say it slowly. Man
0: me? Manet, yeah. wajayet, Milani. Milani.
1: okay give me what you what you had yes Milani. because our Milani. people Milani come from Rambo, this culture yeah.
0: sometimes of um, black people with this thing where a white man you ask him in a, in a job interview how much would you want to get he'll give you an amount ask He when it comes to money you become so uncomfortable you start <laughs> talking about eh, how's your budget eh, how much did you pay the l-? a white person will tell you no I want seventeen. Uh, thousand, I want uh, seventy thousand a month, and if you can't give that, I'm out of here. Us, he will go to Durban, Kimberley, come back before giving you, and still not the rich. So we are from
1: culture of suffrage, from history of poverty <laughs> and suffrage. There's this thing about the PA. I must first say this. I found a video by. I'm not asking for for you to speak for him, but I found a video by kenny to Tsweni Msimanga incredibly vulgar i did laugh i mean who the hell says you can't put us in the corner we operate in the roundabout. like what the hell <laughs> but i then asked myself but geez is the pa always going to be seen as a party that is this vulgar your politics are this intense and this rude. is that who you always want to be seen as um we are still a very conservative country so you push our boundaries with some of the things you say uh like i said kenny's video t- took me aback um, is that who we must understand you to always be as we go to the polls?
0: No, I think what is rude for me is to call people rent seekers. Rent, You call you call us rent seekers. You call us Judas's. I think that's extremely rude uh, to say we are rent seekers. Like we are homeless and we are looking to rent somewhere. And that's what Solim Simang did. Mm-hmm. What Kenny did was to answer that this respect, because you see, for us, it's fire with fire. If you come with respect, if you come with, re- you've asked me very hard but respectfully, yeah, questions. But if you were rude to me, I would have been rude to you. So we give what we get. If Solly wanted, <laughs> yeah, if Solly wanted a nice uh, exchange, exchange would you would have okay. said, Guys, we understand, but don't come and insult us uh, on the behest of your white bus. Don't do that. Solim Simang. And he yeah. does he needed to to know his place. And let me tell you, he was put in his place. I also laughed with that sort of it's damn
1: funny. Yes, so, so really. it? Um but now shaking off the fact that you are ex cons you, you, you don't hide it, you don't fight it, you own your history, you own who you are. How are you finding people relating to that? I mean at the moment. You've been in a legitimate government. You're putting yourself up as a legitimate alternative to what's happening in the political space. How are people responding to who you are? Do you find that your history still follows you in terms of being taken seriously in certain spaces?
0: Right. I'm going to answer you very seriously because it's a big thing. It's the biggest thing in my life at the moment. Mm. We actually discussed it about it yesterday. South Africans hate crime, but they also hate people that got tired of crime and they want not accept that. Now ask yourself, I spoke to, I got uh, prisoners to build houses for GBV victims, to fix houses of all the GBV, for most of the GBV victims in in, in the different communities. Yeah. Now you ask yourself one question. I committed crimes at the age of 18. I was, I was still a child, man. So from, I grew up in jail. I literally grew up in jail. My first freedom was at the age of 30. I came out of jail I went to 1,023 schools across the country to, to warn children about the dangers of drugs and crime.
1: Including my colleagues,
0: the Yes. Yes. I then went further. And boys, and against boys. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of people in no. the studio. Yes, continue. Yeah. I then went further. I then started donating millions to charity, and I help people. Now, the reason I'm mentioning this is if I, the Sunday Times editor, last week wrote a whole op-ed about me not being fit because of my past, mostly my money went other day was a tweet yeah
1: know, so you of, clap back about his Jesus yeah. yeah
0: now my question is I only have one question for South Africa only one only one maybe you can answer if you're smart how if I that has spoken to so many school children about the dangers of crime if I that has exposed corruption in jail uh, uh, if I that is giving millions to charity if I that gives more jobs to ex-prisoners than anybody on the African continent if I am not acceptable to some people, which of the 160,000 currently in jail, which of the million that come from jail will ever be acceptable? This is not about me. I will never look for a job in, in my life ever again, as a fact. But what about the guy that wants to change his life? This is long past being about Gayton McKenzie. Yeah. People need to understand I've served my time, I've paid for my crimes, I've repented. And I have a right to live my life. I don't ask you to... I pay tax. I So I'm saying that people really need to have this conversation. It's a very important conversation. That You got to give... Otherwise, go to jail and shoot all those, ex, those prisoners in jail. Call all the ex-prisoners in a stadium and blow up the stadium. Because what chance do those guys have to change their lives and to think... I go to Germany. I, I'm getting hero-worshipped in the prisons there and in the opposition. The UK called me to speak to all the prosecutors. I go to, to Russia, to people, and I speak at, at big events, and they're like, this is an inspirational, inspiring story. I come here, they call me an ex-convict mayor.
1: <laughs> I don't have answers, but I do think there's a big conversation the country must have around very rehabilitation big. that I can sense. I was going to say to you, from being an ex-con, going into politics is not necessarily the thing that one ought to do because politicians are dodgy by their very nature. But thank you so much. That's Katie McKenzie, leader of PA, who I believe will be campaigning over the next coming months because they... As he said, we'll be part of the conversations when governments are put together, when the elections come to a close next year. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is CD Madia. This podcast was produced by Tuduzile Masuku. For Eyewitness News, my name is CD Madia.